Justin. I am Pete. And we are chatting with each other over Skype, which is a cool way to chat when you're talking about possibly the biggest episode of the first season of Riverdale. Um, This was, I don't think, at all what we expected from this episode, right? I mean, we we talked a lot about what we thought the structure of the season was going to be and what was going to happen. And the second to last episode of the season, Anatomy of a Murder, pretty much blew that up. I mean, in my opinion, and I'll stop talking in a second, but in my opinion, I felt like what (laughs) happened in this episode is what I expected in the last episode. How about you guys? Yeah, they they Game of Thrones did. Mm Mm-hmm. They gave us the big reveal. I don't know what that means, asshole. <laughs> uh, that's when, like, you're an adult and you watch the television shows because we run a Game of Thrones podcast. No, we don't. We sure as shit don't because I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Pete, well, what would you compare it to then? Like a bad sandwich or something like that? <laughs> a bad sandwich. I'm just trying to think about things that you understand, like sandwiches or whatever. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Give Please. Us- Please Give us a good please. metaphor. Give us a good metaphor in Pete world for what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that this was a crazy episode, and I'm very surprised we got before the last episode. Well, so here's here's my theory on that. So this is something that we talked about the last episode of our podcast is that right, – I was there. Yeah, you you remember being yeah, on I remember, the podcast, yeah. Pete? Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were all there actually. I uh, yeah, I don't think I was there. No, you were there. You were there. You were definitely there. Really? Did I talk? Uh, yeah, I don't think he was. Oh no, he wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm misremembering anything. This is actually I'm thinking of our Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, oh man, is yeah. that's that, a shitty podcast, by the way, guys. You should stop doing it. What I was worried about with the last episode was that it was going to be an info dump where they just ran down absolutely everything that had happened with Jason Blossom's murder. Instead, we got that into the second last episode, and I think the purpose of that is so you didn't end the season with what happened here in this hour of television instead can deal with the emotional fallout of basically finding out everything about Jason Blossom's murder and what it does with the characters. Like so much was laid out in this episode. So many flashbacks, so many reveals looking at videos. Um, I think if anything, my theory is it's clearing the deck. But let me just say, Alex, did we learn everything about Jason Blossom's murder? Uh, I don't know. Well, should we run down exactly what happened in the episode? Let's do. Okay. So the long, I think, tell me what I'm missing, but like to give the broad overview, FP has been arrested for Jason Blossom's murder. The whole gang doesn't believe he did it because. Yeah, we all know he didn't do it. We all know he didn't do it. yeah, he's lying. He in his conf- he in, first off he instantly confesses, uh, yeah. and then he is clearly lying. He's lying about stuff we already know to be uh, to be a lie. Yeah, right. and I think it was pretty clear when he was confessing. I mean, I was watching that and going, he's doing it to protect Jughead somehow. Obviously, I mean that's of course, of course. what's going on. Obby. So yeah, given that, and given that does come out later in the episode. How do you feel about FP as a dad, Pete? I, I feel like you've been going back and forth on him, right? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where some episodes he looks like a real dirtbag and you feel real shitty for Jughead. And then he gives you like a glimmer of hope. Uh, But, yeah, it is one of those things where 
as the season's gone on, we've learned that FP really isn't as bad as you think. It, it, there's always something underneath that he's doing for Jughead. Yeah. As and a new father, I just hope that someday I can confess to a murder I didn't commit to protect my child. Yeah. Well, you better if if your daughter needs it, then you better. Yeah. I, let me just say on the record right now, I'm sorry. I killed Pete LePage. It was a crime <laughs> of passion, and I don't regret it. Great. Let uh, my daughter. Let my daughter go. I, the the hard part about that is that I have a lot of angry family members that you're going to have to deal with, man. So no problem. I, I mean, the thing is, more will come. I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, Justin, you didn't do it specifically because you confessed. That's what I think. Interesting. Who am I protecting? Is there a third member of the podcast that I could be protecting from the murder? Yeah. We're, uh, I mean, one thing that uh, we're going to find out later on this podcast episode is that we all have the same grandfather. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. that's, laughs> that I can't was, wait. The fact that, that Pete's, dumb. Pete is pregnant with Alex's twins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. Yeah. You know, when a, yeah. when a Pete and an Alex love each other very much. Things just take their natural course. Uh, Well, wait, let's stay on FP for a moment. So uh, he had that, his whole arc, specifically Jughead's whole arc over the course of the episode was great. And I love what Cole Sprouse has been doing with the character. He has been the heart of the show, the emotional heart of the show. Like, Justin, you started thinking that Jughead did it, that Jughead killed Jason Blossom. So how do you you feel about Jughead after this episode? Well, let me tell you, when, uh, when FP was, was lying in his confession, I was like, oh, man, Jughead did do it. Because oh, I, I, I thought he was lying to protect Jughead. But as we learned, that wasn't quite the case. Um, yeah, I liked, uh, I liked Jughead's arc. I do think, um, not to get too far ahead, I think there's going to be a revelation in the next episode that will cast some – I think Jughead is still somehow involved in the last, day of, the last day of Jason Blossom's life. You gotta let this go, dude. Yeah, seriously, go. dude. Jughead, no, I, uh, Jughead is a precious flower who deserves to be protected. He is what the internet likes to call a cinnamon bun. <laughs> Did not know that terminology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you really think he's still guilty somehow? I don't know if he's. I'm not saying he's guilty. I just think there's going to be a revelation in the last episode uh, that is going to surprise us. And of all the characters. I mean, I think it could be Betty or Jughead, uh, I feel like, is going to have some sort of role in Jason Blossom's last days on uh, on Earth. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, so uh, l- let's run down what happened. So FP commits. Uh, c- uh, commits. He uh, confesses. Confesses. Thank you. I have for- started forgetting basic words and sentences. He, it he, committed, he committed confession. Alex. Yeah, there you go. Oh, thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. So he confesses, and it turns out the details of what he confesses are just slightly off what actually happened, which, you know, is the best lies. Uh, Jason Blossom did get in the boat with Cheryl. She did yeah. set it up so he was going to look like a drowned. Uh, FP did sell Jason drugs in order Hell to yeah. fuel his getaway. But then FP realized... Well, what FP says is he realized, hey, this is uh, the Blossom Kid. I'm going to kidnap him, stick him in the basement of the White Worm, and hold him for ransom. But as we find out towards the end of the episode, what actually happened is Jason Blossom's dad found out about this somehow or was in collusion with FP or something like that. 
came in and he was the one who killed Jason. Then FP and Joaquin wrapped up Jason's body, cleaned it up, hit him in a freezer, dumped the body in the river a week later, and that's how we found Jason's body. So there's still a couple of gaps in there, right? But that, that's basically the story. Yeah, yeah it's a weird story uh, <laughs> as far as a murder goes. Like the fact that the, the, a kidnapping with ransom and then the father comes to pay the ransom and just kills the kid. It's a very strange story. So I feel like we are going to find out some details in this final episode that will change the whole game. I, I think the last episode is just going to be us getting used to the new cast with Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> you think they'll be like, well, done with that. On to the next thing. No more Jason yep. Blossom in the last episode. Yeah, they yeah. won't even say the word murder once. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm glad we all agree. Yes. Back to the dance team stuff. Cool. Yeah. River Vixens. Got to have more of that. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of things that we've been missing, uh, Josie and the Pussycats have vanished from this TV show. Right. Well, they've been really side to this mystery, despite the fact that the mayor has gotten involved sometimes, the mayor being Josie's mom. Um, yeah, yeah they, they haven't been anywhere. That's been a little bit of a bummer. We've been missing those musical sequences. I mean, they needed to sing some song about figuring out a murder or something like that this episode, and we didn't get that. Yeah. yeah. I did I, think... I, <clears throat> And excuse me if this is jumping around a little bit, but I, I thought it was ridiculous, this, the family like storming over uh, in the middle of the night to go get Polly. Like That should have been done so long ago. It was upsetting to see it then, I feel like. Yeah, well, well maybe, we should, maybe we should talk a little bit about the family side of all this. This is the first episode where we see the parents and the kids all sort of working together mm-hmm. uh, and like meeting up, going to people's houses, yelling at each other. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Well, I think that, that, like, right at the top, we have uh, top of the episode. We have all of the uh, all of the gang and all of the parents, or most of the parents, there together, like hashing it out. And I think that was like sort of bringing together all, our two sides of the show. Yeah, I like that. I also like the fact that we randomly found out that Molly Ringwald's character is a lawyer in this episode. Maybe they mentioned it the last episode, but if so, I certainly missed that. But they mentioned it a whole lot here, and it ended up being nice and helpful and gave her some focus, which is something we talked about on the last episode of the podcast, that we need to understand why she was there. That's why she was there. Right. I still think she's just there because... Of Archie drunk dialing. You know, I think you guys are looking into that uh, too much. Sure. So you think, generally speaking, in a dramatic television show, characters are just there for plot reasons, but not for character reasons? I just I think, Pete's saying I think they're just there randomly. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think yeah. Pete's saying that the actor playing Archie drunk dialed Molly Ringwald, right. yep. she showed up on set, and so they were like, fuck, let's make her the mom. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, she just. So you're saying she just like started showing up in shots, and they're like, "Oh crap, we got to justify this somehow." Yeah, I Molly Ringwald sometimes does that. Mm. She just shows up. Yeah, that's how most TV shows happen. That's actually how Game of Thrones happened. Is they started wandering around in a bunch of locations. They're like, "Well, there's dragons here. I guess we got to make something out of this." But nobody knows what you're talking about. They were so disappointed. Nobody knows what I'm – literally most of the world knows what I'm talking about right now, Pete. I don't think so. Except I don't think, for you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm completely lost. I can't be the only one. 
You don't know what I, I – mean, never mind. I don't want to go down this path. Uh, so the <laughs> the Cooper parents yes. find out a pretty crucial piece of information, which we talked about or hinted at earlier, which is that the two grandpappies, uh, the Cooper grandpappy and the Blossom grandpappy, were actually brothers, uh, and the Coopers – were originally Blossoms and changed their name to Cooper so that they could escape the family, um, making Betty and Cheryl cousins, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Was, uh, you thought that was interesting? I thought that was dumb. Well, why did you think it was dumb, Pete? Well, why, did, why do we, why is that important that they used to be related? I just feel like. No, they're still related. That's how relations go. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> right. But it's just one of those things where I was like, <clears throat> oh, me. we should a mention, dude. by the way, that Pete, before he does a podcast, likes to swallow three frogs. Yeah. Yep. We should also mention Pete's disgusting all the time. So <laughs> this is why we started doing this over Skype, is so we did not need to look at you doing <laughs> doing the frog, is what we like to call it. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah I just... Party drug. What, what did that really do? Like, it, it was just like, oh, they're related. Oh, God. Like, I don't know. I, I, just was, I, I think it's cool. I like that confirmation. Middle first off, uh, Alice Cooper finds out that uh, that she's related to the blo- that the families are related, and instantly she's the one yelling at the blossoms in the very next scene. It was like yeah. so so intense. Uh, but yeah, I like that confrontation. I like that um, the, the this the moment where uh, Mister Blossom was like, "Come on, there." It's not like they're sis brother and sister. There's like they're like third cousins. It's cool. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> well, I think that's what it does, right? It, it immediately did a bunch of different things to the characters. And uh, granted, I know they're just kind of randomly there and the cameras are capturing them. But just plot-wise, if you look at it, that one, like you said, Justin, it gave Alice Cooper this initiative. It gave her a willingness to be like, nope, I have power. I have information over the blossoms. I can take control of the situation. It allows them to explain what's going on with Mr. Cooper so they can be hanging with him again. Uh, it also, (laughs) well, it also deepens the whole weird history of Riverdale, which we've talked about a lot on the podcast, but we've gotten all of these hints about and information about. And now it's a very typical but a good soap opera thing where now the Coopers, the Blossoms are related, and there's only more that can come out of that in the future. So it's it's definitely leading up to the, ooh, we're doing a gross incest revelation. Uh, isn't yeah. that edgy and weird in our, you know, RG Comics show? But at the same time, no. it's laying down a bunch of stuff going forward, I think. Yeah, I mean, incest is cool again. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on our prestige dramas, which I'm calling Riverdale now, uh, it is very cool to have incest. Yeah, it's no, a very no. it's a very Game of Thrones thing to do, right, Pete? Oh God, come on! I I just think that I I, I was just like uh, that was the pulled me out of the episode because I didn't think it was. I just I was like, why why is that the move we're making? Um, well, here's here's what I'd throw out to you, Pete. Right, rather than looking at it negatively, what do you think the three coolest things about incest are? Oh, what? Dude, just just no. list them. Like three cool things. One, uh, it's already somebody it's not cool. One, it's already somebody you know really well. Oh, uh, it eliminates the it. awkwardness of dating. <laughs> right. Two, two. You already know uh, your parents like them. Completely against this. Uh, <laughs> Completely. Three, against this you can bit. just have dates around the house. This Super is cheap. A creepy bit. Uh, it's real. 
Yeah, no, no, this is this is really happening, Pete. This is all leading up to the fact that we would like to introduce you to your cousin, who we want you to start dating. <laughs> uh, we're filming a show called How I Met My Cousin. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it's great stuff. Really, it's going to take America by storm. Yeah, well, it's definitely going to take America by something. Uh, so, so that part happened. You both were like, yes. No, no I wasn't like, yes. I was like, that, it that's seems that you were like, oh, I'm story. so happy with this move. It feels like feels so right that these rich people should be related. Yay. Like what all the- rich people are related by blood. Right. Um, also, they're not rich. I think the Coopers are supposed to be working class and the Blossoms are not. So that sets up some stuff, too, because if the Coopers are accepting the fact that they're Blossoms again, they – and this gets tricky when we talk about the end of the episode, but that means they potentially have a stake in the maple syrup fortune that controls Riverdale, which changes – everybody's status across the board. It also leads to the moment when they finally see the tape later on of Mr. Blossom killing his son. It drives Betty to immediately hop on the phone and call her cousin Cheryl and tell her, get out of the house, which leads to obviously some very different, very bad things that happen. But that creates a relationship, like a literal relationship between Betty and Cheryl that was not there before. And that's interesting. I agree. I think Betty and Cheryl are going to be like running the high school. They're going to be the mean girl squad next season. But I got to say, Alex, do you think you think the Coopers are poor? I mean, think of the money Alice is bringing in from her high school paper. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's that's some serious like high school credits she's probably bringing in. That's true. That's true. Uh, Yeah. And she probably is saving a lot of money on school lunch as well, which she's able to put into other things. Yeah. Yep. Mm, yeah, that's that's very true. I'm really sorry. Uh, you can, guys. can we can we talk about the dramatic like like look at the maple syrup? She just like yes. swings open the door. She's like, it's the maple syrup. Right. I mean, that was when Mrs. Blossom goes in there with it's with Cheryl, right? And she's yeah. like, the syrup, the syrup. The syrup. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was this is insane, right? Yeah. So Cheryl ends up confronting her mother. Uh, before she knows that her dad killed her brother, trying yeah. to find out Plus what actually Cheryl. happened. And yeah, they, she flings open and talks about the syrup. We don't find out why until later, which is later on, Cheryl confronts her dad immediately after finding out that he killed Jason. She doesn't get out of the house. She sides with her mom and reveals that her daddy did a bad thing, which leads, as far as we know to Mr. Blossom hanging himself on the maple syrup, and we find out there isn't maple syrup. It's actually full of drugs. And Oh, there's maple syrup too, Alex. Oh, okay. There's also some maple syrup, but there's a lot of drugs. Well, that Who was... thought that drugs were propping up the highly lucrative maple <laughs> syrup business? I know. That was very shocking. The maple syrup maple... Isn't, ch- isn't cheap. You know, like, it's not like... There's enough yeah, money. It's full money. of drugs. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So, but that fills in a bunch of gaps and definitely changes a lot of what we thought was going on previously when we find out these drugs in the maple syrup. And I'm sure they'll talk more about this next episode, but that explains the relationship between Mr. Blossom and FP. He was using him to run drugs. That also explains why Jason had all of those drugs in his car and why uh, Mr. Blossom said he didn't have the stomach for the business. Jason didn't want to be a drug runner. He didn't want to be involved in the drug business. He wanted to run away with Polly and get out of town, and he couldn't do that, so Mr. Blossom killed him. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, it is fucked up. 
it is. Maybe he wanted I to mean, be in the drug business, but he didn't want to be in the maple syrup. Business. How how do you guys feel as parents uh, when you're going to hand wait, over wait, your wait. drug empire? Are you going to like be really stern and be like, you either run this drug empire like I have, or I'm going to shoot you? Can I just say first that uh, being stuck between uh, the maple syrup business and uh, the drug business is a real sticky maple. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, I mean, obviously, the maple syrup business is way too fast uh, a game for me. You know, I'm more of a jelly guy, so I'm going to be hiding drugs in different jams and jellies. Oh, great! Hope to pass on that business to my daughter. Yeah, well, uh-huh. that's one way to preserve the family legacy. Oh. That's, stuff. that's good stuff, Alex. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been working you, have, on you, do a, you do a whole half-hour special on uh, different jelly puns, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's called Jelly Talk. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't actually think of anything good there. I'm You're sorry. on that comedy tour, The Real Kings of Breakfast <laughs> condiments, right? Uh, yeah. I'll sear up you there. Okay. All right. Quit mm. milking this. Let's get back to the show. Uh, uh, yeah, cakes. I just felt like when uh, <clears throat> when Miss Blossom was like, "It's the syrup." I would have been like, "I don't know what you mean. Please explain more." Well, I'm sure you know? she did. I think she did explain immediately afterwards. We just didn't get to see it until later because okay. they were holding back for the reveal. Again, this is a, a dramatic television show, so they structure it in certain ways <laughs> to reveal information later on. Well, that could be very frustrating. That's true. As a viewer, you should structure. check out. You should check out uh, documentaries. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Or not even that, just live feeds of things like Times Square or whatever. Or you could just like open your eyes and look around, which is like the (laughs) ultimate live feed. Whoa. Yeah. Think about that, Pete. Your eyes are the ultimate cameras, man. Just look at the documentary (laughs) that is your life. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man. That's. uh, This documentary is taking way too long to get to something. All I'm saying, Justin, it sounds like you've been dipping into some of those maple syrup barrels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, if you want to edit your uh, your life documentary, that's why drinking is so good because it just it can cut from the end of the night to the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I always think about it uh, when I fall asleep. Is right before I fall asleep, I say and scene. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, before I fall asleep, I say cut to morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, cool. Uh, there's probably a couple of other things to talk about in the episode. Uh, let's talk about uh, Joaquin and Kevin. Finally, that ties into the plot, and we understand why that's there. Uh, also, there was an adorably cute reference to another TV show as Joaquin is leaving town. Uh, Joaquin leaves town. He doesn't want to be involved anymore, and he gets on a bus to San Junipero, which I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, in the background yeah. uh, and has a, has a very sweet kiss with Kevin, which is a reference to an episode of black mirror. So that was nice. I guess yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's a deep cut. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, talking about all the kids or the kids relationships in this episode, there were so many random pairings of people <laughs> throughout the episode. You had Archie and Betty chasing Jughead. Veronica's like in a, in her night dress like calling Archie like that was a cool scene that to me was very much setting up the future of Archie Betty Veronica I was definitely getting a feeling I mean you talked about how you thought we're going to end the season with the Archie Betty Veronica triptych but 
I was very doubtful of it. I'm less doubtful of it this time because we had Veronica and Archie furtively grabbing each other's hands under the table. Uh, Betty and Archie finally rekindling their friendship slash relationship. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you now. I think we are going to get some of that next episode as Veronica and Archie's relationship comes out. Betty is starting to feel closer to him again. She'll probably feel betrayed. Maybe she makes some sort of move. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. Like where's Jughead? Where's Jughead guys? Come on. We all know where he is. Pop Steiner. (laughs) There are three locations on the show. He's in Pop Steiner, the white worm or the blossoms house. That's where he is. It it was weird that he was at pops. What a terrible place to hide. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He's uh, have you ever read the purloined letter? He was probably thinking he could hide in plain sight. Oh, very. I mean, you make a lot of hot topical references, uh-huh. but that may be your hottest. Thank you. Very and your much. most topical. Is that a Edgar Allan Poe story? <laughs> it sure is. Wow, wow. great stuff. Uh, we, the kids and I like to call him EAP. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> Eep. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think is at this point, now that we have laid up most of how Jason Blossom's murder happened? What are we going to get next episode? What's going to happen in the season one finale? Uh, well, I think I think it's going to be a lot of um, Archie, Veronica, Betty, Jughead drama. Um, I do think we're going to get another revelation that one of the kids was uh, somehow more involved in Jason Blossom's death than they've let on. I'm I'm pitching Jughead because and he yeah wrote, we know he wrote, he's writing this manuscript, so I think he has some secret knowledge he's going to write into it. Uh, that will be exposed by his major book release or something like that. Uh, and I think uh, we got to settle a little bit of um, uh, Fred Andrews uh, and uh, Hermione Lodge stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to get a little bit of the flashback of like uh, the what happened before the cops showed up to show, you know, the dad hanging himself. I think we might see a little bit of like, what was a little, that, little knot tying, some fun knot stuff. Well, That's just it. the fact that he's getting like, all right, the cops are coming. What am I going to do? He's looking around. He's trying to piece stuff together. Like, am I going to have a shootout with the cops or maybe I'll just hang myself? Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, to, what a choice. To I look forward to the day in my life when I have to make that choice as well. I hope it never comes, buddy. Thanks, buddy. To Pete's point, though, I did feel like they skipped over a little bit yeah. of what was going on with the dad, and you have Cheryl and her mom creepy pointing on the steps, so yeah. they either watched him hang himself, or maybe they hung him, or something like that. Or made him hang himself. Right. Exactly. Do you think that out. Cheryl hung her dad? <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. She like, picked out a wig. She was all creepy about it. Was like, what wig should I give him or his hanging? Oh God, Pete, you're dying. Stop, stop jamming those frogs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, you're uh, not excused. Well, I do think we are going to see Josie and the Pussycats back. I mean, is this the big Riverdale anniversary party? I Probably. Think that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of the dramatic stuff coming out, like you were saying with Betty and Veronica and Archie. I do think we might see. 
just the aftermath, like it might just deal with the aftermath of that big question that Jughead raised of will Riverdale ever be the same? You know, maybe everybody will try to get back to normal after everything that happened with Jason Blossom, but with Hiram coming back home with Sabrina probably showing up, things are definitely going to change. So I I feel like it's going to be almost an epilogue, a little bit of aftermath and a little bit of a lot of teasing what's happening next season. I also think, I also think that, I, I really want to see how Jughead and his dad are together after all this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. FP's in for some hard times is what we find out at the end of the episode is because he hid evidence, because he lied, uh, he's probably still going to jail for a long time. Yeah, but is he, though? Once Betty and Veronica and Archie get on the case, who knows what can happen? No, he's going to jail for a long time. I don't know. You think Betty and Veronica and Archie are going to like hide evidence and manipulate the police and court that, systems so FP can not go to jail? That, that's what they've been doing the whole show. So, here's a question: Are we going to see a Hiram Lodge reveal? Yeah. Well, he's been cast. He's uh, Mark Consuelos, who is uh, on pitch previously, which just got canceled. Um, and he's going to. I mean, this is probably maybe a little bit of a spoiler, except it's out there. Uh, he's going to yeah, show I was up. Say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it. that was a not fun way to. <laughs> yeah, that was. It, yeah, totally. Thanks a lot, Zalvin. They already Great casting that. news, Fuck. Alex. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it's totally gonna happen. Well, it is. They revealed it. You already. don't know that. Have you seen the episode? No. So then you don't know that. You can't say things like that. All right. Do you think they're gonna do like a Michonne style thing where it's just a shadow of Hiram Lodge and then he shows up next season? Um, no, maybe he'll be wearing a hat or something though. Did that say that in your precious article, Alex? Uh, no, I did have a breakdown of 10 hats. We hope Hiram Lodge is wearing. Oh man, you're a journalist and you will be till you die. (laughs) (laughs) Is that journalism? 10 hot Hiram hats. 10 hot Hiram hats. Would you call that journalism? Is that journalism? I don't, I don't think that's what journalism is. I've always considered myself a journalist. (laughs) I'm in, at least an Alice Cooper level journalist. Come oh, sure. That, okay. All right. That's fair. I'll get better you that. than a classically trained actor. Yeah. Uh, you can be more than one thing, Pete. <laughs> for Alice Cooper, journalism is shouting accusations at people. Yeah. And I'm fucking great at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Right, uh, you idiots. <laughs> any other things we should talk about with this episode or predictions for the next episode? Uh, I mean, that's about all I have. I think this there's so much happened in this episode. This is a crazy roller coaster. I really like the way they shot there. We saw the kids' reactions of seeing the security footage mm-hmm. of Jason being killed, and then we got to see it afterwards. That was that was great. I hadn't really seen that before. I thought that was really well done. I, I thought that was cool. I was like upset, like, you better fucking show it. And I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, but I did also like – I thought Cheryl had a really awesome moment when they call her – and they're like, get out. And it was like this long shot of her. Like, and we're like, is she going to make it out of the house? Like what's happening as she's crying? I thought that was really powerful and cool. Yeah. She has been awesome this season. I know we've talked yeah. about that before, but like you said, Pete, that scene of her crying and then composing herself as she walks into her parents was great. That was super tense. Yeah. yeah I love her. Yeah. What? <laughs> you love her? Made what? Dude. I'm in love with her. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. You know she's your cousin, right? Yeah, that's why I'm uh, attracted to her. Oh, okay. It makes it easy, Incest you know? is very cool right now. <laughs> it's, it's in. Incest is so hot right now. They put the in in incest. Oh, yeah. come on. All right. Before we wrap up, I'm going to throw out for the last time, 
who killed Jason Blossom? It's <laughs> <laughs> a real easy prediction. I, Pete, are you still going to go with Cheryl? <laughs> yep. Great. I'm going to go. Hiram was manipulating the whole thing very clearly, or Miss Grundy, oh. one of the two. I'm going to stick with Jughead. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I do want to say I was a little disappointed, actually, after we talked last episode. I was feeling, even if it didn't turn out to be Grundy, the idea that you had this random plot line in the first couple of episodes that isn't addressed is a little bit of a bummer. So um, yeah. even if she didn't kill Jason, I hope that something comes out back about her in the last episode, because I do think that would wrap up the season nicely. Yeah, I'd like to see a Grundy return. I mean, she did uh, commit. Um, uh, she, you know, had sex with a minor, so she's. Yeah, I mean, this show is weird. It's like uh, incest, and you know, like having sex with minors. Like this is a weird show, guys. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. another. It's a town. It's a show with Pep, and Pep <laughs> means incest. <laughs> it does. Uh, all right, Betty or Veronica, Pete. Betty or Veronica? This episode. Ooh, that's a tough one. I gotta go with uh, Betty all day or day. Yeah, so it's not a tough one when you do it all day or day, <laughs> <laughs> and immediately with no delay, choose exactly who you want to go with. Uh, any particular reasons for Betty this episode, or just the all day or day excuse? I know. I, I think that uh, you know she did a good job of like trying to track down Jughead and caring, and uh, you know there was a lot to juggle in this episode. And I feel like she was really holding it together. A lot. To Part of me was hoping she would like lose it and freak out, but you know, it's okay. It didn't happen. I, well, I mean, let me just throw this out there. We've set, spent a lot of time this season setting up Betty's rage and yes. we saw none of that in this big plot episode. So my prediction is Betty is going to have done something bad by the end of the next episode. You think, Why would you put that out there? You asshole. It's not very I'm nice. trying to ruin any joy you have in this. world. Oh, yeah. Do you th- I mean, that would be kind of interesting if they ended with a second murder to tee things up for the next episode. And you have Betty standing over a body being like, I did something bad. (laughs) Justin, Betty or Veronica? Uh, Veronica, because um, I mean, I often pick Veronica always, but let me throw it out there. The, her game when it comes to spotting initials and then lying about them on uh, Hermione Lodge's Uh purse full of money. Oh yeah. She's good. She quickly, I mean, the fact that the cops were like, wait, HL, Hermione, your purse. And Veronica's like, that's my father's purse. And the cops were like, okay, Hiram Lodge has a pretty sweet handbag. Well, it was, though, right? It was, that was the bag. But it's weird that they just took her word for it and nobody was like, maybe we should look into actually whose purse this is. I'm going to throw something out there. I don't think the Riverdale Police Department is that great. Yeah, they are not good. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're good at their jobs. <laughs> Yeah. But that was right. that was Hiram's uh, bag that he sent to Hermione to give to the Southside Serpents that they ended up putting under uh, old guy Madison. What was his name? Mustang. Yeah, yeah. Mustang. Yeah. Mustang. I'm glad he came back. By the way, that was that was a nice yeah. Surprise. It was great to see Mustang back, and that guy's got a cool name, but a bad drug problem because uh, <laughs> yeah. he died with a needle in his arm. Yeah. Well, let me ask you about that because they didn't really tie that up. Uh, he, somebody killed him, right? Like somebody OD'd him on drugs. Was I that, think he, was that Hiram? I think, he, I think he could have just OD'd himself. I don't That's how drugs so. work. Yeah, drugs know. work that way. That was either Mr. Blossom 
killing him to tidy up the evidence, or it was something with Hiram or something like that. I do agree with you, Justin. I think like there's there's something else going on. Uh, I'm gonna go with Betty. Maybe, by the way, I, Alex, maybe the next season's gonna be all about who killed Mustang. Oh man, I'd be so into that. Uh, do you no. think? Here's my theory. Here's my theory is uh, Archie had some poison on his shoulder, and when he bumped into Mustang, he slowly killed him over time. And it's Classic the sort of... Archie. Whoa. Yeah. So Archie, mastermind poisoner. Let uh, me but get, anyway, let me get back to Veronica. Uh, I thought she's... It, I love the her and Archie look so good uh, together in this episode. Can't wait for more. Uh, let me ask you guys this. If you know that there's drugs in the maple syrup do you buy more maple syrup or less now my kids have a lot of maple syrup so i'm gonna go with yes i I don't know though it's not like you're squirting a maple syrup on your pancakes and a kilo of cocaine comes out (laughs) well i mean what if that bag opens and like you know cocaine gets mixed in with the maple syrup bag what do you think maple syrup comes in (laughs) i don't know how it works (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pete eats uh, uncooked hot dogs for breakfast every morning, so he has no idea how any of this works. <laughs> what do you guys have for breakfast? I mean, I thought that was pretty standard breakfast. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck is this stuff that comes out of trees that people eat? I don't think so. What is this, a sci-fi show? Yeah, if you want to know more about breakfast, you should really check out my Jams and Jellies pun podcast, where we talk about that all day or day. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Uh, real quick, though, I, I just wanted to go for uh, Betty between Betty and Veronica, just because her composure after seeing the tape, closing her laptop, immediately going and calling Cheryl and telling her to get out of the house, I thought was great. I thought that was really good. Well, we're pretty unshakable in our opinions, it seems like. Well, there you go. It's been a super interesting podcast. Next week is the final week of Riverdale, so we'll have a podcast for that, breaking down what happened in Season 1 and looking forward to Season 2. Also, if you want to support the show and other shows that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club uh, and we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York that's totally free where we have guests come on. It's fun. We give you prizes. It's just a cool time and just like to hang out or whatever and chill with your buds. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it cool as a quick summer of incest. So please come hang out at the show. Pete, any cool stuff you want to say? Uh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about our guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Uh, check us out at comicbookclublive.com, Nerdist for our regular live weekly podcast. And uh, if you want, uh, head to iTunes and check out my podcast, Jamming Out the Oldies. Uh. The syrup! The, the, the syrup! <laughs>